0: Says it's live
1: fair enough man also now i can see your i can see your criterion collection behind you and i'm trying to recognize the spines i know most of them
0: it's not that big but yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good shit in there but this is crazy it's it's funny the last time we recorded was the last star wars movie yeah excluding rogue one um so I think instead of a couple of dicks we should just be called a couple of years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might as well at this point.
1: <laughs> so, um, dude, you want to do want to do like a top 5, top 10 situation or
0: Yeah, how many how many you got? Cuz I know I posted 15 on Facebook.
1: <laughs> I don't think I saw 15 movies this year that I liked. <laughs> um, I did the top 5, but I could extend it to a 10 cuz I know Pretty much after that, it's it's pretty easy. All right, we're doing we we're do top ten best movies of two thousand seventeen. Damn, Dude, there were a lot of good ones. There was also a lot of bad ones.
0: Yeah, I put a bad one on there. I know it's not in ten, but it's in the fifteen.
1: You want to start it? You want to do ten? Start at ten. Yeah, do ten. All right, man. Um, because this is like a. Did we do a, did we do a top 10 last time? 2 years ago?
0: I'm trying to think. It was either 5 or 10, but yeah, we did. It was like
1: top 10 movies of 2015. <laughs> I think it was
0: like <laughs> Yeah. And it was like both off the top of our heads too.
1: Yeah. Swear, dude. All right. What was your number 10? What was your top 10 number 10 movie of number 2017? Is Better Watch Out. I didn't see that. What is that? It's
0: Actually, like, just came out this month. It's a uh, Christmas horror, home invasion type. Really it good. Sounds.
1: Lovely. Um, better watch out. I wonder if there's going to be a sequel called Better Not Cry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. It
1: was good, <laughs> dude. My number ten. So I have my five. So let's do number ten. Let's call number ten. I'm gonna number 10's gonna be Logan, actually. Alright. It's pretty far down. I felt like I didn't even see it in theaters. I wasn't that excited about it. Um and then I bought it on Blu-ray and I was like, oh, this is cool. But uh I had so much beef with that movie because Boyd Holbrook, the guy that plays the uh, the villain, left Narcos because of it. Oh I was like Narcos is fucking awesome. <laughs> so I was like pretty heated because now like Narco sucks without him. So
0: I have yet to get into that show yet.
1: Dude. If it, if we were talking TV shows, Narco's in the top five. Um it's just really hard to watch because like one is really good, season two is really like pretty good, and then three just came out, and I haven't even been able to like I got like half an episode in, and I was like, yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> um so then number 10. All right, so number nine for the 2017.
0: My number nine is The Big Sick.
1: Did you like, did you really, really, really like that movie?
0: I did. Like, I don't know why, but I've been watching that type of movie a lot recently. Which is a couple of.
1: Pakistani romantic comedies?
0: Like indie (laughs) fucking feel good movies like that, yeah.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Camille Nanjiani. Yeah, man. (laughs) Um. Dude, I we, we own it I own it here and uh, I haven't I haven't watched it I watched it like I started it um, I just it's just not for me I could just tell um, but I love Kumail I will literally will watch him in anything else you could tell me there's a two hour movie of him beating a grandmother with like a sock full of quarters and I would watch it <laughs> but I just can't watch The Big Sick I think it's too real it just makes me sad
0: yeah that's like a real story like his story
1: yeah, and it makes me too sad. <laughs> I just want him to be just be Dinesh on Silicon Valley. It's all I ask of him. Yeah. Um, so number nine. So I just did Logan. Let's call number nine. Uh, let's do it. All right. Um, is it on your list for top ten?
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: No. What? Yeah. Dude, with the way that you watch horror movies, I thought it would have been like a surefire thing.
0: Yeah, that was like came out around the time where we were like not doing so good so didn't go see it
1: um you can torrent it now though it's out for sure like 1080p man true <laughs> if you want to keep kick podcast kicking you off the fucking internet dude it was it was so good but it was also so strange um i don't think either adaptation of it is very good but it's like i feel like this one's better than the the TV series was. It looked like it. It's also like, dude, it basically feels like Stranger Things, the movie, though.
0: With fan um, Wolf are in it.
1: Yeah. It, it looks like it too, like visually. It was very similar and a lot of the same, like, uh, ideas, but it was pretty tight and scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number
0: eight. Eight for me is the Meyerowitz stories
1: still haven't watched it on it's, okay.
0: it's like any other Noah Baumbach movie not a whole lot happens but it's still good
1: it's uh like I watched the trailers when Netflix put it up and I was like yeah it looks good it looks good and then I added it to my list and it sat there on my list for the last like month I have so much other stuff that I'd rather watch than like a Noah Baumbach movie yeah <laughs> Like I'd rather watch narcos. <laughs> <laughs> um But I do want to see that for sure. I just like the benefit with Netflix is I don't feel any pressure to actually watch anything. Just like I'll watch it when I watch it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um so that was ten, nine, eight, number eight. Uh I don't know. Let's say number eight was uh, Dude, I don't even know. I don't like this list anymore. <laughs> um, number eight was... I'm going to say Kong. All with right. the catalog that I didn't actually like the movie at all. But I really like um, the idea that we're going to get a Godzilla King Kong movie in the next three years. Um, I'm like ready. I'm so ready for that to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm also going okay. for the next Godzilla
0: <laughs> I did not see combo this year.
1: Dude, it's on uh do you guys have HBO Go?
0: I still use uh trays, but yeah.
1: <laughs> it's on there.
0: <laughs> That's actually how I saw a few of these movies.
1: <laughs> it's um it's like not a good movie at all. It doesn't make any sense. Characters make totally irrational choices just to serve the story like we could get off the island safely, or we could all die. Like, what are we going to choose? It looks like we're all going to die this year. Um, But at the end, like, there's, like, a little little teaser to the idea of Kong and Godzilla being in the same movie, which we know is happening, um, because Godzilla was fucking tiny. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that to happen. So that was ten, nine, that was eight. So number seven now.
0: My number seven is It Comes at Night
1: haven't seen it. I'm actually going to watch it tonight waiting for the ball to drop. Nice. Um, is, it, is it like, is it scary?
0: Not really. <laughs> uh, not a lot actually happens in it, but just the way it was shot and stuff is really good.
1: Is it a thriller? Will I be thrilled?
0: Maybe not. I don't know. Don't get your hopes too high.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, don't you, I don't
0: want you to like come back at me like, dude, that was shitty.
1: Into when the next Star Wars comes out, I'll say. So remember when you recommended it comes at night? (laughs) I'm like, so it was bad. Um, yeah, it's like we were gonna go see it in theaters here, and then it it came out sandwiched in between other really good movies, and it was like, well, I'd rather go see like X or go see Y. Um, and then before I knew it, it was like had just like disappeared, like it didn't exist anymore. Yeah. And then I just grabbed it. I just downloaded it because who pays for movies anymore? <laughs> um, and I've just yeah. been sitting on it. And now it's like, oh, it's a perfect time to watch it tonight because there's literally nothing else to do. Yep. Um, so that was seven. So where am I at? So I have I'm, – I'm actually just looking at my top five and just trying to, like, place things that I liked almost as much behind it. Um, my seven – I think I'm actually going to – I'm going to shift – something inside my list my number seven is going to be ghost in the shell um which is i think most people like universally hated that movie that's what i heard i haven't seen it yet it's good what i like about it if you if you take it as an adaptation it's a really bad movie but if you take it as just like a standalone movie um it's fucking crazy good Um, Visually, it's like one of the best looking movies of all time. Um, And it's like, if you can get over the whole like Scarlett Johansson's like, she's super white. And then at the end, it turns out she's like, oh no, she's actually an Asian woman inside a white body. Like you just like ditch that part. It's really solid. Um, And it has like, the cast is incredible. The visuals are incredible. I saw it in, saw it in like a big IMAX screen. And it was, dude, it was like mind-blowing how good looking it was. Almost good enough to make you forget about all of the like race-related like race related undertone like where like all the Asian people are super white now. Um, but that's why it's number seven. That's why I didn't crack the top five, super racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, number six now, get into the good stuff.
0: Number six, I put bright.
1: I've heard mixed things about it.
0: Yeah, I don't get the hate. Like it was really good. It's a good action movie. Good like fantasy movie.
1: Oh, there's a dog. <laughs> awesome. Um I watched I watched the trailer from like San Diego Comic-Con and like immediately was like, yes, yes, yes. And then like the day before it came out, everyone was like, well, I saw it. Cause it's like, whatever, it's like 2 p.m. in fucking Japan now. And like people are watching it and they're like, this movie wasn't very good. But then I started to like think about it and it was like the critical score and like the audience score, like the weird disconnect between like what critics would say versus audience. And so I think it really like bummed me out. And so it's still like waiting on. And every time I turn on Netflix, it's like, you should watch Bright. And I'm like, I should watch something else. like Arcos. <laughs> I should watch Narcos. <laughs> My number one for 2017 is just going to be Narcos, even though it's a TV show. <laughs> um, I do really want to watch it, but I just think like now that everyone's said so much about it, I'm just going to wait like six months and watch it probably. Yeah. I, I just
0: don't get the hate. It was good. Maybe because they hated Suicide Squad, and it's David
1: Ayer. I don't know. Dude, I unpopular opinion. I, I didn't hate Suicide Squad that much. Um, Not as much as anyone else did.
0: I mean, I had a few things to nitpick, but you're going to get that with anything.
1: You're going to get it with any DC movie now, pretty much, like, without fault. Yeah. Um, Because I just watched... This is unrelated. I just watched Justice League. And uh, have you gotten a chance to see it yet? I haven't. Dude, it's, like, two hours long. It's, like, 20 minutes of really dope storytelling and then like an hour and 40 minutes of like why is this even happening like why is this a conversation um without spoiling too much if you go back and you think about the end of batman versus superman one of the post-credit scenes was the soil rising off of superman's grave implying that he's not dead yeah and then the whole premise of justice league is like no superman's super fucking dead um (laughs) so then it's like what was the point of that scene (laughs) like yeah the the did they just like forget that they shot that like two years ago? But um, Justice League is not a—it's not a movie you pay to see. It's a movie that you download with Korean hard-coded subtitles off of the internet.
0: <laughs> yeah, or I'll wait for like Black Friday next year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dude, it'll be free on HBO like within six months for sure. True. Um. So that was your six, right? Yes. My number six is. Damn. Um, I've made so many marks on this paper now. I don't know where I'm at. I did Ghost in the Shell already. So you know, you run I'm looking at my top five. Um, my number six is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 2 then. Um, similar to Justice League, it was like 25 minutes of really awesome stuff. And then like an hour and a half, I was like, I don't really care about this. Yeah. Um, but it was really... It was cool kind of seeing, like, the last setup before Avengers, if you don't include Black Panther. Um, And Thor, actually. But uh, I'm getting – I was going to say something about Thor, but that's on my list also. So, um, yeah, I mean, Guardians was good. I bought it on Blu-ray, like, right when it came out. I wanted to watch it so bad. And then I was like, I remember what happened. I don't need to see this again. (laughs) Um, Not important. But – more importantly, now we're in the top five, the movies that actually matter. So what's your number five from 2000?
0: It's Get Out.
1: Good shit. It made me, it made me experience more white guilt than I've ever felt that <laughs> a movie before. Yeah. Um, but it was also incredible. And I also love uh, Key and Peel more than anything in the world. Yeah. So seeing Jordan get to do something that was like not funny. But funny at the same time.
0: Yeah, I thought I was gonna be way overhyped because everyone loved it, and then I loved it too. So Dude,
1: um, it was, hundred percent. Um, get out. It was a solid shit. All right, number five was. I'm actually regretting putting this so high up on my list now, but it was. It was Baby Driver. Uh, um, I don't actually know how I feel about it. I just like it because I like everything that Edgar Wright does without a fault. It doesn't like it literally, he could be the one directing somebody swinging a a sock full of quarters at an old lady and I would watch it. But the movie itself was, it was like, I actually would consider it his worst movie, which is not saying a lot because there's only a handful of them, but um, it dude, it just like, and then the whole, like, Kevin Spacey thing afterwards, I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm going to watch this anytime soon because that, like, changes the tone of the movie, I think. You're like, wow, he's like a rapist. <laughs> or maybe that explains why he's, a, he's, like, a fucking drug lord and shit in that movie. He's been kicked out of Hollywood. It's his backup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, Baby Driver, really good. Um, the soundtrack was actually better than the movie, though. The soundtrack is pretty killer. Yeah. Um, What was your number four?
0: Four was Spider-Man Homecoming.
1: That was also my number four. Um, I think it's the only movie this year that I've intentionally watched more than twice. Um, I'm actually super excited. I I want this phase of Marvel to be over so that we can get the next Spider-Man movie. Like, yeah. really bad. Um, yeah, man. It was, I don't know if I, that might have been the best, it might have been the best comic book movie we've gotten in a few years. I don't know. It's, it's hard to remember all of them, but, um, so if that was both of our number fours, I think that's the only time that our lineup will, will align like that. What was your number three?
0: Number three is Baby Driver.
1: Classic. I do
0: agree with you about it being his worst movie, though. But it's still Edgar Wright, so it's awesome.
1: I did. Part of me wonders if he had gotten to stay on for Ant Man, what that would have been like. Because um, if I remember, he did. He wrote the script. He did most of the treatment for it, and then when they came in, and then they reshot behind him. No, yeah, that's right. He was he was attached initially, wrote the script, and then. Whoever directed it came in and kind of, like, touched it up behind him. But I think... I wonder if Ant-Man would have been better if he had stayed on board. Or it could have been way worse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that his style is conducive to a comic book movie. With the exception of the stuff he's already made. <laughs> but, but, like, for Ant-Man, I don't know. I think uh, we'll never know, honestly. It's like we'll never know what the original cut of Justice League looks like. So... So that was your number three was Baby Driver. Yep. My number three is The Dark Horse of this year. Um, I have never been so excited about an action franchise in my life. Number three was John Wick 2. Yeah. Um, it wasn't even as good as the first one, but it was still way better than any action movie I'd seen in like the last three years. Basically from John Wick 1 to John Wick 2, I had <laughs> an action movie that I liked more, like a, like a strictly action movie.
0: That was down at number 12 in my fifty. i still loved it but
1: the thing with john wick is like it's like not even remotely believable there's (laughs) nothing about that movie that's believable um but i just fucking love it so much i want i want john wick 3 to end but i want it to end by him um like facing off against like whatever villain they put in number three and then at the very end dude uh the, the phone booth comes down A CGI George Carlin is inside. It crushes the villain. Fucking Alex Winter's there. And he's like, we gotta go! (laughs) Pulls John Wick in. They go back in time. And then he lives a second life as uh, in Bill and Ted. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the third one.
0: (laughs) That would be amazing.
1: John John Wick 4, back in time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If that's that's how they segue into Bill and Ted 3, just count me in. 100% count me in um that would be tight all right top two final two what's your number two
0: number two for me was logan
1: that's really high up on the list yeah
0: i just like the like everyone else says the wolverine movie they've been waiting for
1: did it's you nothing. have you watched it in black and white yet no like um because when you when you get the blu-ray they have like the noir cut yeah um I've been wanting to watch it, but it's just, like, it's kind of a long movie. And I remember the first time I watched it, near the end, I started to get, like, a little impatient. I was like, can we just, we just like, kill some people and, like, wrap this up? Like, there's, like, the 20 minutes where he's, like, dragging Professor around. I was like, just kill this dude. Just straight up kill him. Leave him by the side of the road and continue. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, I never thought I would ever watch an X-Men movie or, or a Wolverine movie and just wish that they would kill Professor X to move the story along. I was like, the dude is having migraines. It's like shattering the earth. It's time to die. <laughs> <laughs> just call it good. Um, but it is a really good movie. Um, I just have that beef about narcos, so I can't put it in my top five. <laughs> um, so that was number two. So there's two movies left. And I alternated between one and two a lot, but I'm going to put number two is actually going to be Last Jedi, um, only because it doesn't matter how bad a Star Wars movie is, I will like it. Yeah, um, I liked, liked in quotes the prequel trilogy. Um, I can tolerate it. I don't go out of my way to watch them, but I like them. I really liked uh, Force Awakens. I really liked Rogue One. Um, I like the Christmas special. I'm going to like Han Solo. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm literally, like, every tidbit that comes out about the Obi-Wan solo film, I'm, like, on it. Dude, I'm, like, I'm going to find Ewan McGregor's home address, and I'm going to show up. I'm going to say, if you don't do this, I will kill you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will figuratively and literally end your career, Obi-Wan. Um, so then that was my two, because I won't actually want to talk about Star Wars later in depth. All right. Um, why not? That was and number you, 11 on my list. That was number 11? Yep. Oh, but didn't you say it was the... All right, you know what? Hold on. We're going to finish the list. <laughs> all right. So your your number one movie of 2017 was... The Void. I, I... Yeah, I had to look it up in the brief time since I saw that name, because I... Don't know anything about that. Um, when did that come out? Um, was it like earlier this year,
0: April or so, I think. Like it premiered in Con last year, but hmm. came out full release this year.
1: Um, I know I, when I when you posted your movies, there were like two or three that I didn't know, and I also really didn't see very many movies this year. Um, but I was like, well. It's like, at least my top five will be predictable. Um, Everyone will have seen my top five. (laughs) Um, My number one should be expected at this point is Get Out. Um, Only because that movie, like what, uh, made its budget back like 400-fold or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, It was the only movie of the year to make me feel really bad about myself. Um, but then at the end, laugh really hard. Um, everyone that was in it was stellar. There like wasn't a single part of that movie that was weak at any point. It was the perfect length. There was just enough comedy to make me feel like because like sometimes you watch movies where it's like the main characters can, like it, their situation gets worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and there's no break from it. Yeah, You're like, Dude, this guy's gonna die. <laughs> like there's no feeling good about this, but. They would be like, it's worse, it's worse, it's worse. And then he would call, you know, his friend, the TSA agent. And it was like, oh, that was funny. And then it was like, worse, worse, worse. Call the TSA, you know, agent again. (laughs) It gets worse and worse. My only complaint is, at the I think about the halfway point, you start to realize before the reveal um, that the girlfriend is in on it, like totally in on it, like she's 100% behind it. Yeah. And then I feel like once you realize that, you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, well. The whole movie kind of comes together at that point. I think, I think I would have been more surprised if she actually hadn't been in on it. Um, <clears throat> the whole movie, you're like, this whole family's super fucked up. How can everyone be so fucked up and she not be fucked up? So I was expecting her to be fucked up, and she was, especially when he's like digging through the closet and like finds the photos of like all the other people they've abducted. I was like, oh, she's in on it. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I think if at the end, if she had been like been been getting set up or if her herself was actually, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's like, but it was still incredible. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Jordan is working on another movie right now. Um, fuck, I just I just remember reading about it, but another like horror be? movie. I think so. Um, I've never, you know, all the times that we've done a podcast, I don't think I've ever actually. Well, no, we've pulled information up, but. I want to see what he's working on now. Uh, I mean, he's still riding the Get Out wave pretty high.
0: Yeah. But you see the video I posted earlier this month? Like him just talking about, like, the subtle stuff he put in there.
1: I It's actually – um. anytime I turn on YouTube, it's on my suggested videos, but I haven't watched it yet because I was, uh, wanted to watch the movie one more time before I watched that. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I watched it was, like, February. When it, I think when it, like, actually came out watched it like boom boom and then forgot about it but it was a pretty it was a pretty crazy year for movies um this is i don't know the validity of this statement but i believe that when disney bought lucasfilm it cost them 3.9 billion dollars and from that time period um the star wars movies have made four billion (laughs) dollars So in like the last three years, Disney has basically made uh, four billion dollars on Star Wars, and I think that's including like domestic gross, international gross. It might even be including merchandising. But the fact that it's a Star Wars is a like a if you break it down, because there's a movie every year, Star Wars is a billion dollar a year franchise basically. Yeah. Um, and Disney already owns like forty percent of media at this point. (laughs) So. Um, I'm cool with that. So that was it. That was our top 10. I wish there'd been more. There was a lot of comic book movies this year. I think there was like five or six of them. Um, I think we're about to hit the, the tipping point for comic book saturation. Yeah. Um, I think next year will probably be what tips us over. And then the following years, if they continue to put more and more out every year, I'll see less of them. Um, with that being said, Black Panther's the next one up, and it looks fucking dope. Yeah. Um, and then, so Black Panther's the like the week of Valentine's Day, and then you fast forward to May, and we have um, Avengers. It's like the week before my birthday. It's going to be like the best birthday ever. I'll see Avengers every day after that point. Um but then we also have dude, I don't know, there's like there's like five or six comic book movies next year. And we're also supposed to get Han Solo next year, which doesn't dude, I don't know if that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I keep seeing shit about it, like Disney doesn't like it or stuff like that. They D- different directors.
1: They um they just signed John Williams on to do the the score again, but I think they announced it because they're trying to deflect from like more, like, stuff from the set, like, oh, my God, like, X, Y, and Z doesn't like the movie, or test shoots don't look good, or whatever it is. But um, I just I just want to see Donald Glover as Lando. That's all I really want. Yeah. In fact, I think he could probably support a a, a Lando movie by himself. Probably. Was, I was
0: expecting more from him from uh, Spider-Man, but...
1: It was a little... It was, like, a little... The subtle nod to the whole Donald for Spider-Man thing, though, was pretty tight. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Are you... <laughs> so as soon as I see a movie, the first thing I do is I'll finish the movie, I'll get home, and then I'll start, like, thumbing through IMDb trivia about it to see, like, what did I miss? Yeah. And um, I'm sure you do the same thing, because why wouldn't you want to know like all like, cause then when someone asks me about a movie, I'm like, Oh yeah. But did you know also this happened? And they're like, Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, I knew that. I didn't have to look it up.
0: Yeah. and I don't know. Like the stuff from like comic books either. So I need to look into it like that.
1: Yeah. Um, cause in Spider-Man when he's interrogating him, which is probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Um, when he has like the deep voice on, he like fucking is like, doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and he's like, aren't you a girl? And he's like, what? No. But when he's talking to him and he's like, yeah, he's like, I got a, he's like, I got a nephew up in Brooklyn or whatever. Um, he's talking about Miles Morales because, um, and that's initially who Donald was supposed to play if that like ever took off. Yeah. Um, so this whole like alternate Spider-Man thing. But dude, there's this theory that in Avengers, because um, we're going we're to get sidetracked here, but in Civil War, two, the second comic book run, if I'm not mistaken, Captain Marvel dies, but she hasn't been introduced into the the, the movie yet. That comes afterwards. So all of the like trailers and stuff show Robert Downey Jr. like holding somebody's hand, and he's like, "Oh my God, like I'm so sorry." And The theory is that it's Spider-Man, um, and that he gets like fucked up or possibly dies. That would be crazy, and then in the future Spider-Man movies, it's either he's dead and Miles takes over or he's recuperating and someone has to pick up the, the mantle of Spider-Man. And that's when Miles comes in um, because the someone from Marvel's like explicitly said that the secondary Spider-Man Miles Morales like exists in this universe. He's like a real character. Think um, like, how tight would it be to have like two Spider-Mans at the same time? <laughs> um that's like a whole nother thing we won't see that for years but man um so i think it's been long enough that you can talk about star wars openly without people getting mad you never know i I think at this point if they if you haven't seen star wars and i say something that offends you then you have like three weeks (laughs) (laughs) You actually like four weeks but on on the full scale of star wars movies um where do you put the last jedi
0: initially after i got out of the theater i put it like second to the worst i don't i don't know i got i got to see it again i really do
1: what did you like any part of the movie
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did um just a whole lot I did not like
1: was most of what you didn't like did that pertain to finn and rose that whole subplot or
0: that's some of it um all right basically
1: let's hear it Late army.
0: <laughs> um I don't know have you seen kevin smith's review about it I didn't
1: because it was like almost as long as the movie yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Basically, he was saying it's basically a fuck you to J.J. Abrams in Force Awakens, killing off everything he set up, and I definitely agree with that. Like, you set up all these badass characters and then fucking just kill them.
1: So we're talking about... Snow. (laughs) spoiler. Phasma. Phasma.
0: Um, Yeah. And Luke.
1: And Luke. Although, with that being said... I think if Carrie Fisher hadn't died, I think Luke's death wouldn't have been so controversial, but now we're going into the ninth movie and you have no main characters left. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's not something that we could have foreseen. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> thought Carrie Fisher was going to die like six months ago or whatever it was. Um, but ironically, out of the three main characters, Carrie Fisher I think is the least important. Um, not to say that she's not an important character because Leia is an important character. She, Leia is the catalyst for everything. Um, you know, if she never sends, the, sends R2 down with the plans, none of this happens. Yeah. It gets lit up and Star Wars is over. Um, but I think, like, killing Han was a conscious decision because I also vaguely remember them having to fight really hard to get Harrison Ford to come back anyways. Um, he's also old as fuck. So. Yeah. He doesn't need to be doing, like, action movies. He could just retire on his, uh, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark-style fucking Mountain of Gold. Wouldn't matter. But Mark, I think, would never not be Luke if they asked him. I think that's, like, just, like, core who he is. And then with Leia, it's, like, in Force Awakens, she was in it for, like, what, 12 minutes? Yeah. Um, and then you go into this one, and you're like, well, she's dead now. They didn't reshoot anything, so this is Okay. And then I wrote like her being the, the one person who's dead in real life is the only one who's alive in the series. Yeah. Um, I, wonder, I wonder how JJ is going to handle that. Um, but killing Phasma was, it was really strange because in the first movie, she's not there because she was also shooting Game of Thrones at the same time. Um, and it was, I thought it was like more of kind of like a ha, that's cool. And then they make this big fuss about bringing her back in this one, where like you see her and like you're finally gonna see her like face off. She's gonna like fuck Finn up, and then she like gets trashed by uh, the the fucking what was it? It was Chewie in the the at or whatever it would be inside the ATST. I was like, okay, I didn't feel anything about that. <laughs> like whatever, waste of time. Um, and then Snoke. It's weird because when I I actually agree. When I walked out, the only question I had was, "Well, who is he then? Why did Why is he a part of the story?" And we'll never know now.
0: <laughs> no, also didn't like the, the whole. They built up like who's raised parents, and then although it, it could have been like he's not telling the truth, kind of thing in the next movie.
1: I actually think that's what the, I think that's what it is. Okay. Um I think. Because like they're having that really in depth conversation where he's like you know they're like trying to convince each other to come to either side and it seems like Ray's winning a little bit and then he like you can see Ben or Kylo whatever you want to call him he's like getting a little more angry and he's like you want to know who your fucking parents are they're nobodies you're a nobody I'm the real deal I'm the shit that's why you need to join me and she like kind of thinks about it she's like huh and then like they and then like everything goes on but I think. The big reveal in nine, because I don't know what they have left, will actually be who her parents are. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like, why even introduce that conversation and in, into it? Like, why? I think he was being manipulative. Um, or it could just be a psych out, and it literally she could they could just be like fucking moisture farmers. <laughs> like, and it doesn't matter at all, um, because then they also established in that final scene where the little kid's, like, playing with the broom and he's, like, force-throwing the broom and shit. That apparently doesn't matter who your parents are. Jedis are just popping up again.
0: Yeah, that's another thing I didn't like. Like, you uh-huh. have this established, like, what the Force is, and then now it's something else.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, although if, if I was that little kid, I would have, like, 100%. Like, if they're like, all right, so we need somebody to be a Jedi. That's me. <laughs> Does that mean I get to be a number nine? <laughs> the last Jedi was actually the little, the little uh, stall cleaning boy. He's <laughs> dude. End of night. Everyone's dead. They're moving on to the next trilogy, and it's uh, it's the little boy, and he's like eight years old, and, and then it starts Phantom Menace all over again. But um, what else? What other my what other complaints did I have for Star Wars? Bringing in um, DJ at the cante- or at the casino. And then just like throwing him away and like we'll likely never see that character ever again. Yeah. Um, but that the casino was was dope.
0: I did like that, although that whole sublap was kind of useless, but it was cool to see.
1: And I can't believe like the whole first movie is like Finn like it's not really ever expressed, but it's like clear that Finn is like trying to like win Ray over the whole movie. Like I'm not a traitor. I'm gonna help you. Like you're kinda cute. Like, let's do this thing. And then like literally some random girl that we've never seen before, like smiles at him. He's like, Who's Ray? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's strange. And then her saving him at the end, where like, he, dude, I had flashbacks to Independence Day, <laughs> which he's like flying into the cannon. I just wanted him to be uh to shout like whatever fucking Russell shouts at the end of Independence Day, like fuck you aliens. <laughs> fuck you. And they like they're like, no one can get to him. He's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna die. And then like she just flies like this ratty ass ship and like knocks him out. And I was like, come on, son. You're better than that. But now that now that JJ is back on nine, I wonder um I wonder how much like cleanup duty he has to do. <laughs> how you have to like cause now you have like two not very cohesive stories. You have like Force Awakens like pretty low key. Um, this one where you like kill everybody and then establish that, um, you know, Kylo is actually what I should say is for all intents and purposes, the one thing this movie did right was it actually made Kylo Ren a, a villain. Yeah. Um, Cause in the first one, he was not like, he didn't seem to be a threat at all. It was like, even Snoke is talking about, it. he's like, you let some like random farmer pick up a lightsaber and like stand toe to toe with you. That seems like a little absurd which was the complaint from force awakens was like, why is Ray able to fight with the same level of skill as somebody who is trained by arguably the strongest Jedi of all time? Yeah. It seems like a, it's like a, uh, a little not cohesive. And then in this one, she trains with Luke briefly <laughs> for a moment trains. Um, and then is able to stand up with him. You're like, okay, I get it now. But then I don't know. Like, the, they've never been able to match the power levels, I think. Bray um, being, like, really powerful, and then this one she's, like, a little less powerful, or Kylo's that much more powerful. I don't know, man. But I think 9 uh, either needs to be, like, eight hours long, or it just needs to pretend like nothing else happened and just, like, start over. and just, like, it's a self-contained single Star Wars movie.
0: Well, you see the whole petition to get it off the canon. Yeah, well... 40,000 something signatures or something like that.
1: What if in the greatest plot twist of all time, JJ brings George back to, uh, to finish out the trilogy, <laughs> even though George said he never like never wanted to touch it ever again. Cause of all the people that said mean things about him. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's like sitting back, like stroking his beard and he's like, now who's the shitty director? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Which one's the worst trilogy? Tell me again. <laughs> like, um, dude, there's this really great infographic that, like, shows each trilogy, and it's, like, it has, like, the middle trilogy being the baseline, and then the new trilogy and the prequel trilogy, and it's, like, has original characters, and it's, like, check mark on the first two and, like, X on the new one, because it's, like, a copy of A New Hope. (laughs) It's, like, has really dope lightsaber battles, and it's, like, check on the first two and, like, an X, because we don't really see anyone use lightsabers hardly in this one. Um, And it's, like, at the end, it's, like, now tell me, like, which one's the worst trilogy. I don't know, man. If, not, if nine isn't stellar, it might it might replace the prequels as uh, the one that everyone talks shit about. <laughs> um, or what if the the final reveal is that in fact Jar Jar is still alive, and <laughs> is uh, he's commanding the the fucking not the Resistance but the First Order now? <laughs> I would watch that. Darth yeah. Jar. Or we should get a Jar Jar standalone movie. <laughs> I would watch, dude, I would watch that so fast.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that
1: happened. I mean, they are running out of singular characters. They're doing Han. They're doing Ben. Uh, Obi-Wan, not Ben. Um, <clears throat> give me a Uncle Owen, Aunt Baru origin story. Um, give me a Jar Jar origin. Because they said they're going to put out a Star Wars movie every year, basically until the end of time. Um, give me a dude. Give me a Chewbacca movie, which probably should happen anyways. Yeah. Um, give me, uh, what was the big the big fat underwater dude from Phantom Menace? Uh, oh what was his name? His name. Uh, it was was it was it Planet Naboo? Was that the? I think so. Yeah, I gotta figure out it Bot's Nass That's what it is Yeah Give me a yeah, Bot's Nass movie Also a Jar Jar origin story <laughs> Um Cause we Cause when you meet Jar Jar And they go under Do they ever explain why Everyone fucking hates him Besides him being stupid? No,
0: I think that was the only reason
1: They're just like so dumb They're like get out And don't come back Um Could you imagine being so stupid That your entire race Doesn't like you? <laughs> Like you show up and they're like, no, just go on land somewhere. Um, all right, that's enough Star Wars talk. I could talk about it for hours. Um, I could also talk about pretty much any movie for hours at this point because that's all I've done this year is watch movies and play video games. Um, yeah. are you? What are you playing for video games? Are you playing anything at all?
0: Um, I just beat the main story in Assassin's Creed Origins.
1: Is it the best Assassin's Creed, like everyone says it is? Uh
0: It's yeah. I I really like it. Like my favorite before was three. But well, this one's just really good. Three? Yeah.
1: Boston? Yeah, I like that one. With Ben Franklin and shit? Yeah. Oh my god. I bought three at launch, put it in. You have that long ass prologue where you're on the ship. Yeah. And- forced to play board games with people. (laughs) I got to land. I like ran into town, like met Ben Franklin or whatever. And I just turned it off. (laughs) Never looked back.
0: I just, I, I wanted a game in that time period for so long. I I think that's the only reason I liked it.
1: Did you, but didn't, I mean, most people would agree that Four black flag was the one was the best one.
0: I like that Um, one. I think there's, for me, there was too much stuff like with the ships. I didn't, I didn't like that really.
1: That's what I liked about four more than three was like, I didn't care about being on land at any point. I just did it so that I could get to the next like ship battle. Um, but origins I picked up and I haven't started it because every time I put it in, I know that when I get sucked in, it's like, it's going to be like an eight hour thing. Oh yeah. And you don't just play Assassin's Creed for like 25 minutes. You play for like five hours.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, Actually, this is kind of a good segue because we're talking about it's the end of the year. This is literally the last day of the year, our first podcast in two years. So I figured the whole podcast would be us reflecting back on the year. Um, do you have a, a game of the year for this year? Like, it, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be produced this year, but like a game that you played this year, game of the year. Uh, I actually had a list. <laughs> it's like how many lists can we come up with? Today?
0: <laughs> I thought it might be mentioned, so I... Quickly made one up. All right, my game of the year would be uh, Resident Evil Seven.
1: Dude, uh, with or without VR?
0: I haven't played it in VR yet. We got it before it, we got our VR.
1: Dude, it will it will fucking it will scare the shit out of you.
0: Um, <laughs> you scare the shit out of me without VR. So
1: <laughs> I I got I had the VR first. There really wasn't anything that I was playing, and then Seven came out picked it up day one, popped it in. I'm talking full headset, fucking, instead of using the little earbuds, I was using like full noise canceling headphones. So the only thing I could hear was the game. Um, And with the VR, it, I would, I had it positioned so that it actually blocked all light. um, And I would play with like the lights off because I felt that with the lights off, it picked the sensors up a little bit better. I felt it was more accurate. Um, So totally lights off and I'm playing. It's like not that bad until you get into the house. And there's a part where you're going up a ladder into the attic. And as you reach about 75% up the ladder, the fucking hatchet opens and the dude is looking down at you. And he's like, got the chainsaw or some shit. I fucking threw my controller. And this is like the VR. When I, when I got it was like, it was still $400, whatever. And I like flipped the visor off. And I was like, no, no, I'm done with this game, dude. And I did, I didn't, I didn't look back for like a month. I didn't play it a single lick after that. It scared the shit out of me so bad. And then I, I finished it. I ultimately played it without VR, but um, it was too real, dude. It was way too real. It scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> and in VR, because you don't, the controls aren't as tight. You, The turning is a little slower. Um, I felt less capable trying to get away from them. Because <laughs> like, the VR, you do quarter turns and then you can adjust your head. So like in the game, like I could like whip the sticks around and run. But in the VR, I'm like fucking like, Quarter, trying to get away. Yeah. Um, It was fucking gnarly. It was scary as shit. (laughs) That's crazy that that would be your game of the year, though, because I don't know. I mean, it was good. It was top five, but game of the year is a bold statement, man. Do you have a Switch? I do. Have you played Zelda yet? Yeah. So that would be my game of the year.
0: That was number five for me.
1: Number five. Uh I'm not I'm like I'm like 20% of the way into Zelda um cuz I keep getting sidetracked doing other things but Zelda would be my number one. I would also say that uh Super Mario Odyssey is up there as well. Yeah. Um the only reason it's not my number one is it's the only game that I besides arms on the Switch that you have to really use both Joy-Cons. Um you can play with the controller or in handheld mode but the controls are a little like different when you do that. When yeah. you play individual Joy Cons, you can like do everything that you want. Um, and I feel like really dumb doing it because I forget what moves I'm supposed to be doing because there's so many moves in Super Mario. Um, just give me like, give me like jump, run, and fireball. <laughs> like, <that's hard. laughs> like I don't even like fucking like do Capoeira moves while throwing my hat in the air. But I can. Um, what about? What else came out this year? Uh did you play the Crash Remaster?
0: Not yet. Dude,
1: that's a that's a must play. Um yeah. you, were you ever a big Crash fan when it was on the like the original PlayStation? Oh yeah,
0: that was like Spyro and Crash like my
1: two games. The remaster will make you feel like you've never played video games before. The controls are so not fluid. Um they retained all of the the weird timings of the PS1. Yeah like you'll jump on a box and like in any other game in the world it would be a good jump but like with crash you like miss by like half a mile (laughs) and then Crash is is unrelenting in that when you lose your lives you have to restart the level
0: yeah
1: there's no like you can checkpoint until you die but um i'll get all the way to the end of a a level and i won't be able to clear a certain part um and i'll have to restart the level and i just and i just turn it off (laughs) Um, I haven't even beaten the first one in the remaster. I've like gotten. I play like, each level, and it takes me like an hour to get through it, and I get so fucking frustrated. But I think it's on sale right now. It's a pretty good pickup. Um, Probably. Well, gets to
0: See, there is uh, Cuphead.
1: I know that I would be. I want to play it, but I don't have patience for those games that are that just brutalize you.
0: No, that game. That game pisses you off, but at the same time, it's so good.
1: I want to play it um, because I, I literally have a, a one that I just use as like a Blu-ray 4K machine. <laughs> um, it doesn't do anything else. I, I really don't play anything on it. But Cuphead, it was like I wanted to play it, I wanted to play it. I know that I want to play it co-op, but I don't think I have the patience to play it co-op.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sometimes co-op makes it harder.
1: Did you play co-op or single?
0: Uh, me and Megan are both. We're doing co-op right now.
1: God. Oh, damn. On a scale of one to ten, how often do you want to kill her?
0: Uh, it's probably the opposite. Her wanting to kill me. <laughs> I'm the one that sucks at
1: Damn. the game. <laughs> I've been meaning. I'm. It's. I'm gonna play it next year. Um, I'm still playing. So, <laughs> I started playing Lego Dimensions this year, and it forces you to buy hundreds of dollars worth of Lego mini kits to put together, <laughs> and it's like the most addicting game ever because. It's just like, um, Skylanders or Disney infinity RIP to all of these games. Um, but it's like Lego and I fucking love Lego games, but you'll get to a certain part in the game where you'll need a character and you can either rent them for like an outrageous amount of in game, like studs, like that you shouldn't have, or you have to go buy like the $14 pack. And so I've just been buying $14 packs like every week. (laughs) Um, like, I'll get to a, a part, and it's like, you need to have the Joker to progress. And I'm like, I got to go to fucking Target. Go pick up the Joker now. <laughs> um, I've probably spent, like, $300 on Lego Dimensions in the last two months. <laughs> really
0: we, have, we have one of the packs that we got in Loot Crate, but we don't have the actual game yet.
1: Oh, well, wait, who is it? Do you know?
0: Uh, so I'm from the Lego movie.
1: Uh, okay.
0: It's uh, Here's the- Charlie Day's character.
1: Oh fuck. I don't remember. I need it. I could use it. <laughs> I <laughs> I been, you want it. I've been uh yeah, I've been spending like insane amount of money on it and and then you have like thousands of like little Lego toys that you like have to keep track of because they'll they break really easily. Yeah. So i will like I'll start playing and like Homer Simpson will like be missing an arm and like one of my cars won't have wheels on it and I'm like it doesn't matter, it plays in the game. <laughs> you like put it on with, like, dude it's so much fun it's like one of the few co-op games that are actually fun um so i, that, I lied that's actually my number one lego dimensions try and get a lego uh sponsorship here <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to play lego dimensions now
0: Dude, Legos like, are so fucking expensive um, nowadays
1: dude i know um so that was games movies what else happened this year um Damn, I feel like—I mean, we could spend a little bit of time talking about celebrity deaths, but I don't really. It's, it's too sad for me. Um, RIP, like every actor that I've ever loved. Yeah, right. And then RIP every actor that's still alive. Their career, because now they're all rapists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid for the. I'm afraid this podcast, uh, if it gets too big, someone will like unearth something that I said like ten years ago. And then all of a sudden, I'll be known as like the guy that did X, like X, Y, and Z. And actually, if you, I think if you go back into some early episodes, I see, so, I say, um, I think I've said some particularly unsavory comments about people. <laughs> so we'll need to go back and edit those posts. <laughs> I mean,
0: the title of the podcast says a "Couple of Dicks," so you No.
1: Know, what just do you <laughs> Or, or if, if either of us ever got famous, and someone just starts digging into the past. And all of a sudden, here's a podcast where Chris uh, has said some some racially insensitive things. Like, well, I'm the next Kevin Spacey, I guess. <laughs> First, I have to get famous. <laughs> um, yeah, man, 2017's been crazy. Um, I guess movies and games are all I really did this year besides, like, sit at home and do nothing. Um did we do, because we did an episode two years ago, did we do New Year's resolutions at all? Ah, uh, maybe. Do you have any 2018 resolutions? Not really. <laughs> just, just be better. <laughs> um, fair enough, man. My New Year's resolution is to drink more, both water and beer. Um, and eat less so that I can drink more. Um, that's pretty much my goal: is to just be drunk every day, um, and either fall into a river and possibly drown, or let, get the let, let my liver go out before uh before twenty twenty eighteen is over. <laughs> um, see if I can take out a life insurance policy on myself, and then see what happens. I wonder if you take a life insurance policy out and then you die technically for like 20 minutes. And then you come back to life. Can you get the money?
0: (laughs) Should Look into that.
1: Like, like, no, technically I died. I did die (laughs) and I will need the money now. Um,
0: Just die long enough. So they fill out the death certificate
1: and then come back. Yeah. Or I could come back and not tell anyone I'm back collect the money, have like a, a, someone pick it up for me, collect the money and move. Um, that would be pretty tight, actually. I'm going to look into that. So if I if I go missing mysteriously around July, just don't, don't ask too many questions about it. <laughs> just just let it go, man. All right. <laughs> um, what happened to Chris? I don't know, man, but somebody collected that life insurance. So, I'll, delete,
0: I'll delete this podcast too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> delete it, just... Uh, I'll have Facebook turn my page into, like, one of the memorial pages. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking sad. Um, that's also – my New Year's resolution to, should be to play the lottery every day and hope that I win. I'm pretty sure the Powerball or whatever is, like, half a billion dollars right now. That's a lot of money. That would be nice. Dude, I could I could afford to stay in Boston another year with that money. <laughs> um and what else what else I'm trying to think about what else i could reflect back into 2017 about i feel like a lot happened but not enough that i cared about yeah just uh a lot of star wars talk <laughs> are you are you looking forward to avengers or are you hesitant
0: I, i'm looking forward to it um there's a couple of things in that trailer i was like uh. uh.
1: You had to make a, a wager, place a wager. If someone had to die out of the characters we've established, who dies? Iron Man. That would be tight. I think Robert Downey Jr. probably has enough money. He's good now. Um, um, or Cap. Both of those are the two, like, prevailing ideas. Um, I think... I think what if both... What if they all die? And then uh, Rhodey becomes Iron Man per the comics. Bucky becomes Cap per the comics. Um, that'd be tight.
0: They or... had nods to it in other movies.
1: Could you imagine if they did... So if they kill Iron Man, Tony Stark dies, they bring Rhodey in. Do you think they start a new Iron Man franchise after that?
0: I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if people would want that.
1: I mean, I wouldn't for sure. I don't want I don't I actually don't want there to ever be another standalone Iron Man movie ever again. Two and three were bad enough for me to to just be happy with what with what we got. Um And then Thor. You saw Thor, yeah. I haven't seen Thor. You haven't seen Thor. Wow. Um I think if you'd seen Thor, you probably would have put it on your list for sure. Um it's it's funny, Thor, this Thor was a better Guardians movie than either of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. <laughs> like, it was the same tone, same comedy, same look, because they were doing a very, like, 80s-style vibe, which is obviously what Guardians does. Um, so it was like, Thor could have basically been Guardians 3 if it had wanted to be. Um, but it sets up a lot of the stuff for Avengers and it was really cool. It was really tight. It looked really good. Um, and it was so funny that I actually, it made me want to go back and try and watch, um, some of his other movies. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name, but like Taika Waititi. Yeah. He's um,
0: actually, uh, he directed that episode of the Inbetweeners I was in. Oh, no shit. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know he did that. Um, because everything that he's done, I basically like didn't watch or didn't like. I I like I wanted to like what we do in the shadows a lot more than I did, but I just it, it seemed to drag on really long. Like at halfway, I was like, okay, where are we going? Where are we going? Um, did you see that he's doing a sweet uh, the sequel though with the werewolves or whatever? No. Um, which would be I don't know maybe cool, but in Thor he plays a he does he does mocap for a character. And it's like, literally, it's the best part of the movie. Um, it's like another gladiator in the arena that that Thor like keeps interacting with like every time he goes down there. And in the end, like he's a part of the rescue operation or whatever. But, dude, he's so funny. Um, I hope he shows up in Avengers. But without you having seen it, I don't want to talk about it too much. Um, you need to see Thor, like, ASAP. I want to. Dude, just, we're in the age of streaming everything, man. I just watch whatever I want. I just Google like Justice League stream, enter, and I watch Justice League. I'm
0: a sucker for quality, though.
1: <laughs> dude, the Justice League I watched was mint, but it also was in, It was Korean, so. Um,
0: Some titles I can I, deal with.
1: Dude, it, for me, it was like now I know how. Now everyone else knows how we feel when I watch like a Korean movie, and I have to like read the whole movie. It's like now somebody who's watching Justice League in Korea and having to read the whole movie, um, and have it not be as interesting. But it was it was good, man. Justice League Extreme was not bad. Um, I'm just like not trying to pay thirty dollars to go see a movie.
0: <laughs> oh, they got that movie pass now. I've been looking into that,
1: dude. I wanted to look into it. Like I I wanted it so bad, and then. If you like depending on what review you read some people are like it works really well and then some people are like none of the movie theaters here accept this. I'm like nervous but it seems like the one that's by our house that we actually go to does take movie pass and then it's totally worth it. I'm just going to see every movie.
0: Yeah. Although the last time I looked into it it said like it takes 5 weeks to get your card. Some people
1: Yeah, they just crossed uh, like a million new subscribers or whatever not too long ago. Uh, that's a shit ton of money. That's a shit ton of cards.
0: Yeah.
1: But even if it only worked like once a month, it's like, what, like $10 a month? That's still cheaper than me buying a movie ticket. Yeah. So it might be worth it. But if I ordered it now, I'd probably get it in time to see Avengers.
0: <laughs> it's only like, it doesn't do IMAX or anything. That's the only thing.
1: I know. But it's, dude, you can go see the movie once in IMAX and then go see it as many times as you want in standard. So I think it's like a limit. It's like one a day or like three a week or something like that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I get get my $10 a month out of it for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, how long have we been recording for? Is it like an hour?
0: Yeah, about an hour.
1: Average length. We should, we should wrap up by looking at 2018 because it's a unique time for us to be recording on the 31st. What movies are you looking forward to in 2018? Hmm. This is hard because I literally can't remember what's coming out next year. Yeah, I can't either.
0: Um, obviously, the Marvel movies, superhero movies.
1: What about, um, what about Jurassic World?
0: Uh, I don't think I watched the trailer for that yet. I don't know. Just don't. I wasn't. What?
1: I said, just don't, just don't watch it. don't oh. know. I don't know. I wasn't.
0: I wasn't the biggest fan of the first one.
1: Me either. Um, Deadpool two, Han Solo, hopefully, um, Ready Player One, The Incredibles two.
0: Oh yeah, forgot about that.
1: Um, did you ever see Sicario? I haven't seen
0: it yet. I heard Dude. good things.
1: See it, because then the sequel's coming out next year. Um, Fantastic Beast sequel, I think. It should be tight. Man. Actually, I think next year might be the year for movies. There's a lot of really good movies. Also a lot of really good TV. Um,
0: what, else, what else? What else? They're doing another Predator movie, apparently.
1: It's... um, Look at the cast. It's incredible. Also, you know what? I forgot to... I forgot to add something to my top 10 list. So I haven't seen it yet, but I just finished the book that it's based on. Um, number, tied with get out for my number one would be The Disaster Artist. Um, I, I literally, like, The Room is terrible. I actually typically can't watch it. Um, but the book, The Disaster Artist, that is basically the basis of the movie, is so fucking funny. I got through it in like three days. Um, and the movie, most people agree, tends to be a good representation of the book. Um, dude, I can't wait. It just kind of left theaters here, and I didn't get a chance to see it, so I was waiting for that low-quality torrent to show up. <laughs> <laughs> but did you look at the cast for Predators? I'm trying to grab it. It's So Boyd Holbrook, um, who... Our, you know, rest in peace, Narcos. Olivia Munn, Thomas Jane, Keegan-Michael Keel. Keel? Keegan-Michael Key. <laughs> be guy. Um, who else, man? And it's directed by Shane Black, um, who's done some good stuff. Alfie Allen. Uh, Alfie Jay- Allen, dude. F-U-C. Yep. I'm I'm a- it's going to be good. I mean, I liked the other Predator that no one else seemed to like. The one with... Uh, uh, fucking, what's his face? Uh, the dude from The Pianist.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Adrian Brody.
1: Yes, thank you. Um, and I think they said that somebody is going to make a cameo appearance a cameo appearance in the the new Predator. Oh man.
0: Oh, uh, Isle of Dogs next year. Wes Anderson's movie.
1: I'm tentative, man. My least favorite, Wes Anderson, was Fantastic Mr. Fox. So yeah. I'm feeling the same way about this one. I want to like it, but I just don't know that I will. Yeah.
0: It's Wes Anderson. I'm sure I'll like it. You
1: know, I just I just don't like the – I just can't get down with the animation style, like the stop-motion stuff. Um, I think every time I've tried to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox, I've fallen asleep. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a complete showing of it in like one like one sitting. Um, <clears throat> but I do revisit a lot of his older movies quite frequently. It's also crazy to think that he's been directing for so long. It feels like all of his movies come out like, like year after year after year after year because they seem so similar. But it's been a long time. Um, 2018, what else? So those are the movies we're looking forward to. Um, there's a lot of games I'm looking forward to. More importantly, just anything Star Wars related, anything Marvel related, because I'm a sucker and they know how to take all my money. Um, I don't know, man. What else is happening? What else is going on in the in the world next year? Probably nothing. Besides, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Get married next year.
1: I, would, I didn't want to be the one that said anything. about it. <laughs> I wasn't going to put that out, out there. So, I mean, now's as good a time as any. We're talking Star Wars wedding here? Yeah. Uh, doesn't Isn't May when they do Star Wars weekend for the, one of them?
0: They don't really do that anymore now that they're building the whole Star Wars land. It's like that whole park is now like Star Wars all the time.
1: Right. I was going to say, because that would be even even cooler. Um what are you guys thinking? I mean this is really early. There's like months from now, but you guys trying to do like a like a full on like ceremony? Like not like ceremony, like like uh end of Star Wars and New Hope when they're all sitting on the stairs, people are getting medals and shit. Um <laughs> like there's like if... a Cantina band on the side. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not gonna be that in depth, but yeah, Han and Leia.
1: Dude, classic. Um, I've been trying to find, like, I've been trying to find Star Wars stuff that would be relevant. Also, when you guys, I don't know if you guys have mailed your, or, like, working on your invites or whatever, but you need to put together your registry so I can look. But then also I've been trying to find, I've been looking since you told me, something um, as, like, a gift that's, like, so uniquely Star Wars and, like, hard to come by that it would be, like, incredible. It's also really hard. Um, I've been like looking at like like screen used props and like beyond like uh, uh, something that would actually make sense for me to get, but um, like here's a blender and also the original Star Wars like, <laughs> it'll come, like, you know, I've been looking for uh for a while now and it's like oh, it's really hard, dude. Plus, I also don't know how much Star Wars stuff you guys have kicking around. Uh, not a whole lot, actually. You, uh, I could just pay to have Darth Maul, Ray Park show up and like spin a lightsaber around for a little bit.
0: <laughs> he ain't doing anything else, so
1: <laughs> he's not. <laughs> um, or we could you could have the cantina band play the uh, <laughs> instead of the traditional uh, wedding music as the aisles being walked down just have like the imperial march play. <laughs> it's like all these terrible things. Dude. I
0: think since it's uh we're doing both things in one one building in between probably do the cantina song.
1: So you guys are going are you going to do the like the actual wedding and then do the reception behind it? Yeah. All, at, okay.
0: all in one place.
1: Wow. Have you guys already figured out where you're going to be at?
0: Yeah, it's
1: you don't have to go into too much detail,
0: but I forget the exact place, but it's uh, up near Tilton, I think. I
1: don't Tilton. Wow, that's dude. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't want to do. Uh, you could have done like, could have just rented like a high school, uh, <laughs> like a, like an auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they we're getting they we're getting married at the high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you? I know Andrew just left. Are you gonna have Andrew shoot the wedding?
0: I talked to him about it. He didn't give me a definite answer, but
1: what that's cold.
0: He's still doing uh, both coasts for wedding stuff, so
1: I mean, I feel like that would be uh, be insensitive of him to not come do the wedding, dude. I mean, granted, I don't know, man. He's he's in LA now, but if not, uh. So I'll I'll just shoot on everything on my iPhone.
0: <laughs> There's a square so, GoPro.
1: That actually would be pretty cool. <laughs> um yeah, dude, I've been I've been like brainstorming Star Wars wedding stuff since like the day um just cuz it's not a lot of time, dude. It feels like it's right around the corner. Yeah. You feel like it's coming up fast?
0: Now that we're hitting actually 2018,
1: yeah are you prepared mentally mm. I don't know. <laughs> you're Like, yeah man totally and then you're like like a sign that's like help me um dude i know it's crazy man it's a crazy commitment it's funny you, you asked you were like yo what are you doing in may and at first i thought you were asking me about star wars day so i was like i don't know i don't know man i could probably go somewhere where are we going you're like, I'm getting married. And I was like, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I was thinking, like, we trying to go to Florida or something? <laughs> like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, that too. <laughs> dude, did you guys go to Did you you went to Halloween Horror Nights this last time, right? Yeah. Was it worth it?
0: Definitely. Always worth it.
1: Dude, I thought about it. I actually had the time and the money for once. And uh, but I was like, I think the only person I knew that was going was you. I was like, uh. At that point, everyone had probably booked up. I was, like, not trying to pay for a flight, like, two weeks before to Florida.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I had to go by myself. We almost couldn't afford it. Yeah. Well. We'll go next you know, year,
1: though. Yeah, I was going to say, next year you could do uh, – I feel like you guys should do the wedding, and then – Actually, are you guys, you guys going to do a honeymoon, like, a real deal, like, leave the, leave the city?
0: Uh, that's basically what our honeymoon is going to be, Horror Nights.
1: We're All gonna we not- yeah, we're going to yeah. wait. I, mean, I was going to say, because if you guys are trying to go to like universal or something in the meantime, let me know, man, <laughs> I'm trying to go.
0: <laughs> Save up for October. We'll do like, we want to do a whole VIP thing, which is well worth it, but it's expensive.
1: Is it like, what's the difference? Do you like not wait in line and stuff?
0: No, not at all. You get your own private group. You get like a whole free dinner at the beginning of the night to take you straight into the houses, straight onto the rides.
1: That's pretty tight. It's like a flash pass, man, but better. Way better. You we know, went to Six Flags again this summer and uh, got the flash pass, rode everything, and they had just – they just announced um, this year that they were doing like a Joker 4D coaster – where it's, like, totally free, like, you're just, like, on a peg, and it just, like, fucking wings you around a bunch. Yeah. And I went, and it was supposed to be open, and the day, dude, it was the first day it was supposed to be open, and I couldn't open it because it was so windy. And so we drove all the way down there. We, like, waited in line, fucking got our passes, paid, like, $500, couldn't even get on. (laughs)
0: It was awful. It's like when we went to New Jersey, couldn't get on the coaster we wanted to.
1: Dude, I, that was the same thing. I wanted to go to New Jersey afterwards, and I kept reading that uh, it was like on super windy days we close the roller coaster because it's like we don't want you to get blown off and die. And like all like all summer, every time I'd look, it would be like winds in New Jersey were like ninety miles an hour. It's like no, I'm good. I'm not dying on King Dakar this year or whatever. But I don't know, man. That's it. 2018 is just the year of Star Wars weddings. Um. Yeah, I mean, if this recording turns out pretty good, we could probably get back into doing regular episodes, too. Actually come a little more prepared next time. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, grocery shopping. I was like, yeah, let's record." <laughs> like, I'm trying to get my New Year's on, dude. I'm going to be drunk as fuck tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know if you got anything else. It's kind of, we're like an, like an hour and 20 minutes, I think.
0: Yeah. We covered basically what
1: we wanted to. For sure. Um, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to like strip the audio out of it and put it up or?
0: Mm, I'm going to try, uh, <laughs> you know, our pod, podomatic thing is full. So
1: you could start, uh, you could start pulling old episodes out again. Like we were.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll pull, I'll pull the episode you weren't in off.
1: I mean, yeah, I just forgot about that one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Cause we actually, it's funny. Um, we have a, someday, I'll pull the, I'll find the audio again. We have that lost episode that we recorded that never really played out the way it was supposed to.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I was thinking about it this morning and it was like, I'm, I was actually glad that we never posted that one because I, I spent like 10 minutes talking about how much I hated bums. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I was like looking back, I was like, maybe, maybe it's for the best that I wasn't like, I was like talking about like stepping over them and like spilling coffee and be like, get a job, bum. <laughs> It was like rude as fuck. Um, yeah, man. This is a it's a new year. It's a new podcast. Um, we're video now. We've gone to the next level. and Hopefully. I actually, uh, when you posted the Merry Christmas thing, it kept asking me to like, we had, we had, we had like a $30 credit. Yeah, I kept seeing that. I was so close to just paying like 20 bucks on top of it and just like having it blast the Merry Christmas thing out. But then I was like, what's the point? Like the last episode was like two years ago. (laughs) So I might check out to see if that thing is still there.
0: Post this video link, see if it gives us another credit.
1: We should for sure. But yeah, man, I think that was a a good way to close out the year. Um, We can get back into semi regular probably. And Maybe we'll actually buy the website. I check the domain periodically; it's still up there. Um, it's dirt cheap, so yeah.
0: I don't know. Uh, Squarespace is like two hundred twenty a month or a year.
1: I know. I was also looking into uh, some other stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I've got some friends that do that do websites that I was like gonna maybe. Talk to them about it. Be like, hey, if I just like, buy you a six pack, you want to build me a website? <laughs> and then like, I'll figure it out afterwards. But I mean, I think if you go to a couple of dicks.com, I hope it's still up. <laughs> or something. Else. Still up. I wonder what it says it costs now. It's funny if you type couple of dicks.com cost, it just brings up all the stuff for Kevin Smith's aptly retitled film. But but for sure, man. Um, Yeah, unless you got anything else to add, we'll wrap up the 2017 into the year podcast and we'll see everyone in 2018, hopefully. Some meteor sucks tonight and just fucking wipes us all out. Maybe Trump gets a little loose tonight, hits some red buttons in a bunker. And the next thing we know, we got fucking Kim Jong Un and Il and Soon all of them coming up from the grave and just hand delivering missiles right to the East Coast. <laughs> and if that's the case then peace. <laughs> it's been real. <laughs> um yeah man, let's let's post this sucker up and see what happens, but we should for sure do we should do regular podcasts again.
0: Yeah, I don't mind us doing this this way at all. <laughs>
1: Legit makes me feel I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan right now. <laughs> oh, dude, I, actually, before we break off, did you watch UFC last night? I didn't. Do, do you know the results before I say anything?
0: Yeah, I looked them up.
1: Okay. So I haven't watched the UFC at all. Also, UFC 220 is in Boston, and it's going to be a tight card, um, mostly because I'm trying to see DC fight. But it's uh, – oh, who's the, who's the head on that? Who's the main on 220?
0: Uh, Stipe and, and Ganu.
1: Yes, dude, I I'm down. I'm ready for that. Um, it's like right down the road from us, and nosebleeds because it's like you either sit cage side, which is tight, or you sit far enough up so you're seeing the jumbotron. Because anything in between is useless. Yeah, it's like what's the point of not being able to see the giant screen and then also still being like 300 yards off of a cage? That it's funny. Like when you watch on TV, the cage looks massive, and then you see like a cage in real life, and you're like, this is fucking tiny, like. It's so big, but so I haven't watched any UFC at all this year, really. Um, and tuned it in last night and watched. Um, I watched the Esparza like Pavio fight, which was I did, actually didn't agree with the way it went. Turned it off. Missed uh, I missed Khabib because the stream was really shitty. Yeah. Um, and then saw like the results from that, but then I turned it on and watched the whole home cyborg fight. Dude, it was crazy. Um, cause it's like Cyborg is like unstoppable. She, I mean, she's basically a, a juiced up fucking man or as Dana <laughs> puts it, it's like Vanderlei Silva in a wig um, and, and Holm who like moved up a weight class for it. It was crazy, like throwing blows, like nothing happening. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, Holmes the only person to ever go five rounds was Cyborg. Um, and like when they got done, I saw some photos from when, like from like the after party or whatever. And Cyborg like really pretty much looked like fine, yeah. and Holmes Eye dude was like swollen up and shit. She was all fucked up. Um, and I was looking at some of the judges' scorecards that got posted, and it's like Holmes was like almost won the title. Um, she was like, the, if the fifth round had gone to her, two judges would have would have had a, a split decision in her favor. But, dude, it was crazy. I just now I like wanted, I want. I want Dana to pay Rhonda like five billion dollars, whatever it takes to get her back in the cage and just let her get teed off on a cyborg. Because that's the fight we all want. But I actually think I think don't quote me on this. I think she might be pregnant. Is what I read with uh, the little Travis Brown action.
0: She's also been like training with WWE people too.
1: Yeah, I mean, why not take? A five million dollar per per show, uh, and just get tossed around for like twenty minutes. But I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm totally in on UFC two twenty. Hopefully, I'll go. What? It's also in like three weeks, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna like, get some tickets for sure. But that's all I wanted to say. I just, I totally, I wanted to talk about it more. But uh, yeah, hopefully Connor comes back. That's all I'm waiting for now. I'm, I'm not even fan. at this point. I'm not even a fan, but no one else who like who in the UFC has any sort of name recognition that matters anymore? Nobody.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all of the people that we literally grew up watching are either dead or retired. Um, I was just reading, because I haven't really been watching a lot, that Shogun of all people is like two wins away from a title shot again. Like, dude, I watched him win the title, like, 10 years ago. Like, um, it's crazy to think that, like, out of everyone from that early, like, light heavyweight stage, that he's, like, the only guy left.
0: Yeah. I think um, M- Machida tried to come back this year and got knocked out pretty quickly.
1: Yeah. And that's okay with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, like, Griffin and Bonner and Machida and Shogun and, like, dude, they're all gone, basically. And he's, he's like, out of all the people, he's the only one left. <laughs> Like, I don't think anyone ever saw him going as long as he did, um, especially with how brutal some of those knockouts he took were early in his career, but whatever. Just saying, man, UFC doesn't have the, the pull that it used to. No. I used to watch every single event, like, nonstop. And now, it's, like, if I can't find a stream in, like, the first five minutes, I just give up.
0: Oh, did you see the um, Bellator
1: Heavyweight Tournament? Uh, has it started yet? No, but the lineup. The lineup's pretty good. Yes. Hey, dude, it's all my the only thing it's missing is the ghost of Kimbo Slice. <laughs> um you've got you've got Roy Nelson, you've got Chael Sonnen, Rampage, Matt Mitrione, um Is that Ador. it? Ador, Frank Mir.
0: Frank Mir uh, Ryan Bader.
1: Dude. King Mo. I wonder like I can't imagine who takes that, dude. They're all way past their prime. Like, every single fighter on that list is past their prime.
0: (laughs) Anyone, I'd say Mitrion. I don't
1: know, man. Has, Has Chael ever fought at heavyweight? I don't think so. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man.
0: The first round, he's fighting Rampage.
1: Yeah, that's a fight that I, I'm ready to see. I remember when Chael went from middleweight up to light heavy, and that was huge. And, like, to now see him pack on, like, another 20, 30 pounds is, like, crazy. Because, you know, most of those guys walk around, like, Mitrione and Nelson and Fedor, like, for sure walk around at, like, 260. Um, Chael, I don't think he has the ability to be 260. Like, <laughs> that's not a thing. Like, dude. He'd have to be an In-N-Out Burger like fucking every day crushing like five burgers a day. I don't know. When is that though? Uh, I think it starts in like March or something. I'm ready. I I miss when uh, they used to do, not not Bellator, but it was uh, uh, what was it before Dream? Pride. When Pride would do the tournaments all the time. That was sick. I don't know, man. That's a crazy matchup. Matt and Roy fighting first round. That's crazy.
0: they already fight in uh, Ultimate Fighter?
1: They did, yeah. It was the same season. Dude. I don't know, man. Bellator's where it's at now, apparently. Yeah. Or in, Invicta, if you want to watch like, a bunch of like, lukewarm-looking women slap each other for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but, all right. So that's it. That's my resolution for 2018 is to care more about the UFC or try, um, but not pay for anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's an, I think it's an hour and a half. That's like peak interest for most people is an hour and a half. Any podcast that goes over 90 minutes. I just delete <laughs> like 92 delete. Um, yeah. Let me know how the, the audio goes and then do we'll get back into semi annual or semi monthly. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, and I'll come with some more content next time since this one's kind of like the the rebirth of it. The, the uh, Force Awakens starts choppy. The next one, we figure it out. Third one, hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, man. See you in a couple weeks, hopefully. All right. Later.